Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Okay, I'm with you with Diddy, but during the commercial break, I learned we need to uh, we need to book Michael Bivens. We'll just make sure we, we get to that at some point later in the Michael day. Michael Bivens. Yeah, Bell Bivens. What was cracking back in the day? That was, that was, he was the guys that found boys to men. Yeah, he but. Found boys but to men. Boys to men, new edition, uh, Bev Biv DeVoe, all that was that was fire, man. Zubin, were you a big R&B guy back in the day? Anybody, any background, any race, male, female. If you didn't like Boys to Men, you didn't like music. I mean, back then, right? Motown Philly, the the, whole thing. You have to love Boys to Men. Yeah, but the R&B, the the R&B game was so. God, Jay, the R&B game. It was when it it was was, real music. Man, come on, man, it was crazy. Oh man, it take me back all the time. Every time I take me back is. Make you walk into the room a lot slower, don't it? Man, you know, man, you know, I think I'm smooth anyway. So you already know when the R&B was playing and I was and I had a little bit in me. Oh, man, that conversation was different. Well, speaking of smooth, right? Speaking of smooth, Russell Wilson, it's always been smooth sailing. Third round pick, beat out Matt Flynn, Super Bowl, build a team around him. He was Mr. Unlimited. But let's just be honest. If you heard the comments there from the Dan Patrick show, which we just played here at the top of the hour, uh, he's apparently got. Mr. Unlimited, a little limited patience with what's going on after what he's seeing around. You took a big, deep breath here. I'm not saying Russell Wilson is on the outs. That's just, that's ridiculous contractually. And if you just look at the situation objectively, he and Pete have a no, great I took, relationship. I took a big sigh because it's so strange to me. It is strange. It's, it's, it's like, I get it, I understand. But as I said before, when I look at Russell Wilson from when he entered the league to where he is today, there's a whole lot of stuff in between. And I, I get it. You you want to voice your opinion, which you should. There's no question about it. I just for like to be to what would I say? Uh, Jay, eight hundred and eighty degree turn. Is that what I used before? You um, using some random number? Yeah, just a number because it keeps spinning. <laughs> it it like to all of a sudden make a drastic flip. It's it's just weird to me. If one eighty, uh, well, I, I could say one eighty, but I I want to use. Eight. Other numbers because it's it keeps key-ism. going around. Tony Hawk's yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a keyism. <laughs> but 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 when you look at it, it it's strange to me because here's a guy who's never done that before. Now all of a sudden, like if it was coming from, let's just say me, okay. people be like, oh oh yeah, see okay key that's key, but it's coming from Russell, so it's kind of like, wait. wait a minute, man. And I know you evolve, you get older, but this is different, Jay. This is almost like I need to make sure that I'm getting my piece out there so that people yes. know that I'm not falling behind everybody else. If if it was me or if it was LeBron or if it was, you know, uh, uh, Deshaun Watson or Suggs or Bart Scott or somebody like that, you sit there and go, eh, I expect that. Part for the course. But see, that's why I think it's brilliant by Russell Wilson, because this isn't what you expect from him. So it gets everybody's attention. And I think he's well heard. And I think what I heard was a quarterback who's a top four quarterback in the league who's tired of being hit all the damn time. Who's tired of having, you know, being the third more sack quarterback in the National Football League and who wants to win championships and who also is watching Tom Brady do his thing, who is also watching Deshaun Watson try to force his way out of Houston, who is watching Aaron Rodgers say, I need to have more say with management. So this is him strategically positioning himself to get what he wants. I think it's brilliant, quite actually. But but all those guys that you just basically named, 
only one dude has really said anything per his circle of people, and that would be Deshaun Watson. Aaron Rodgers didn't say anything. Aaron Rodgers chilling. Everybody's speaking for Aaron Rodgers. Tom Brady made a decision in free agency to go to a better team. Russell Wilson certainly should speak to management about the skill position players, uh, uh, the running backs, the tight ends. Maybe we should do some things from an offensive standpoint that utilizes my skills the best way we can while the opportunity presents itself. There's nothing wrong with that. Players have been doing that for years. There's nothing new. Okay, I was a receiver and had many conversations with my head coaches about the style in which we play or opposite receivers, opposite of me, or what we can do to certain sure things up. That's that's not, you know, that's not out of the question at all. It's just this 180 degree turn that he's made all of a sudden that is just mind boggling to many of us that have known Russell Wilson from the beginning of his career in Seattle to where he is today. Now, well, all maybe, of a sudden, he just completely have changed, and I well, want to know why. Maybe this is a classy way of him asking, like, yeah, maybe there is an opportunity for me to go somewhere else. Or what are we going to do about it to make sure we step up to the plate and do what I need to do in order for me to win championships? I'll say this about him. I've known Russell for a long time, watching him back at NC State. I love seeing Russell Wilson be more demonstrative off the field, similar to the way he is on the field. Like, I know he's always been the person that has said the right thing, the company line guy. <laughs> but I love hearing him actually speak what's on his damn mind because it, this only happens to people when they get frustrated to the point key that they feel they have no other option but to start speaking their mind a little bit. Do, do you think he's being taken serious, though? Just be honest with yourself. Do you really honestly think the Seattle Seahawks are taking where Russell Wilson and the rest of the industry in football is taking what Russell says seriously based on from the beginning – of time to where he is now? Well, if I'm Pete Carroll, if I'm that organization, it has my attention. It has my attention. No, I, I think it warrants a conversation, especially I, when you have a guy like this that's never said anything like that before. I think, I think that he's always and probably will, will always have some say as a quarterback on what they do from an offensive philosophy because you have to engage in your quarterback as far as that goes. But as far as making – changes and personnel decisions and I don't think he meant as an overall team because they're certainly not going to listen to him on the defensive side of the ball and even probably to the tune of the offense alignment I think that getting a certain skill position player which I think DK Metcalf along with Lockett and the skill guys they have are pretty good and running backs are pretty good the offensive line protection scheme standpoint probably got to shore up some things if you go back and you look at where he was at on the offensive side of the ball, uh, when we were talking about MVP, they were throwing the ball all over the lot. He got into a funk about a three- or four-game span there where he turned the ball over at record pace. They went away from that and went back to what won them a Super Bowl and what got them to the Super Bowl, which was heavy run, play-action pass game, and then allowed the defense to try to get the ball back and shorten the field. It didn't ultimately work that way at the end, and this is where we are today. Two points here from a line of delineation. Watson and Russell Wilson and all these other guys, Aaron Rodgers, there's just a line of demarcation because his key is said, Watson is the only guy that has caused his frustrations to say, I want to be traded, right? When Aaron Rodgers lost the NFC Championship game, he threw out the, my future's uncertain, a lot of people's futures are uncertain. That's a beautiful the analogy, mystery. A beautiful mystery. That's the analogy of like a fishing lure. You throw it out, and I'm not going to be held to these comments because I just said it in the media, but if I say it, 
what's the reaction going to be? It's the same thing with Russell Wilson. What he said isn't going to engender major change or not. He's thrown it out there. To Key's point, it's the polar opposite of what he said. But he's just putting it out there to see what the reaction would be. Because even if there is blowback, there are no consequences because he's just talking to Dan Patrick on the radio. He's not talking to John Schneider and Pete Carroll. Here's the other thing I would say, and you guys might laugh at this one, but <laughs> it, <laughs> that sounded like, it sounded like me laughing, not you. But yesterday, Sal Pal was on the show. And he said something about, uh, he just talked about Russell Wilson before this interview with Dan Patrick. It just went up there. And he said, if you pull Russell Wilson out of the Pacific Northwest, the NFL has like a giant hole in that entire region of the country. And I'm not saying Aaron Rodgers isn't rooted in Green Bay, but there is something about Russell Wilson and the Seahawks in that area of the country that had been nomadic for so long, and now they have somebody. A couple of years ago, I was on vacation in Idaho. I was at Carson Palmer's place. I was, at, I was on vacation, and I was sitting at the bar, and I was just eating food. Way to recognize me from ESPN. We started talking about sports. Three ladies sat down next to me, Uh-oh. all in their 50s. Okay. hey. hey. Keys key to love Friday. But three ladies sat down next to me, probably all in their 50s, and the bar- bartender and I were having a conversation, and they just jumped in and they said, hey, do you, do you cover the NFL? I was like, yeah, I cover the NFL. They're like, we love Russell Wilson. Like, he is one of those guys that you can say he's changed, he's not. There are so many fans, though, yeah. that have embraced all of the things Absolutely. that people are saying. Like, yeah, no, what's Russell Wilson all about? I mean, he's a little corny. Is he that genuine? What's going on with Russell Wilson? There are so many people that love that. I just These are three women that watch football, live in the area. They were from Portland. They knew him. But there's a huge part of Russell Wilson's persona that is beloved by people. You know what I mean? That's yeah. something you've oh, got to no. keep in mind. People are talking about the change, but many people love the way that he's represented himself from day one. I just want to say that. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance, all of our guests on the Goodyear Hotline. Uh, last week before the Super Bowl, we took a trip down memory lane to talk about some of the great Bucks Super Bowl champions. Of course, Key's with us every morning. Derek Brooks, Brad Johnson was here. Booger McFarland was here. And now it's a pleasure Ronde to be joined. Ronde Barber. Ronde Barber. Yeah, but they were coming hot and heavy. Tony Dungy. Week. Tony Dungy. Yeah, there's a lot of them. Um, and now, now we, we got big boy. We do. And that is Warren Sapp, the Pro Football Hall of Famer, a part of that Super Bowl 37 championship squad as well. A little more than 20 years ago, he was the defensive player of the year in the league. So, Warren, good morning. First things first, I think a lot of Bucks fans want to know, how would you size up this recent championship iteration we saw Sunday with your title squad here? There's no comparison. Both of them are champions for life. Same, man. What up, Sap? What up? What up, baby? What, what, How you doing, brother? Why you got us chasing you around, man? Listen, man, y'all go to my FaceTime. Y'all ain't got no Zoom link like everybody else? Man, I, I don't, I, look. I have a, I have a, what? <laughs> you, you still a Skype man? Or you got, I know you got stock in Apple, and I know you want FaceTime. So, the, so now you can have I, it down. What, what are you doing over here? Data hey, collecting? What, as, as I would <laughs> say, it's you, not you talent. You got a plan. I know it, that. It ain't talent. It's production, so talk to them about that. Look, hey, hey, man, get a Zoom link like the rest of the world. <laughs> Skype had a 10-year head start on Zoom, and now they go. Hey, man. Hey. Now, y'all, now I get a call from y'all to my FaceTime. I'll, go, FaceTime. I'll go talk to Minnie and Mickey and find out what the deal is moving forward. All right, all right, all right. I know you, I know you got to connect, so go ahead. What so, we got going? <laughs> so, 99, let me ask you this. Defensive-wise, you watch the Super Bowl, obviously, clearly. How does this defense – the defense compared to the special defense we had? Listen, it's a different thing because they had cake in front of them. 
And I talk, I call Shaq Barrett. I say, you see that cake that's in front of y'all? Don't get sick to your stomach eating this cake going after this quarterback. Keep the rotation going. We can't leave one guy on one guy. We got to switch it up, move it around, give them a different look every time they look up, and we should be able to run over the top of them. There's nothing in front of us. Mm. I mean, I just had Simeon Rice was the sack master, and you know I was going to set the table. And then Greg Spires came to work, and Chuck Darby was doing his thing. And then I had Ellis Will coming off the bench. My, my group, my group is it, 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 <laughs> my group is legendary. You talking about five sacks, five interceptions, and three touchdowns? Yeah, no, I know how you. F- <laughs> we set a standard. I mean, come on, we put twenty-one points on the board. <laughs> no, no question about it. Just, just give us, just give us nine points, Key, and we got this. Baby, we'll make it stick. That's why I told you a long time ago, back when we was at the Pro Bowl in 99, when you was the MVP of the Pro Bowl. I said, listen, dog, I don't need but 17, dog. I just lost 11 to 6 in a championship game. They ain't scoring but one touchdown on me and my boys. Can you help me? <laughs> That's what we talked about. And we put it together. And we got us a championship. And, hey, man, we, we got a reunion coming up in twenty in two years. That'd be 20, Keith. Yeah, we, 20 did, we, we, did, we wow. did the 10. That was fun to see everybody. Let me ask you, I know how you feel about these sort of things. Tom Brady comes to Tampa Bay. He wins the Super Bowl in his first shot at it. If they retired his jersey and, and put it up in the Raptors, how would you how would you feel about that? I wouldn't have a problem with that. You know, because we have to put in the totality, he's the GOAT. You're talking about 20 years in this league, and 10 of them, he's in the dance? He's on that stage that we, you know, we only got that one time. 10, Key. Well, we could have got there more, but your boy, <laughs> never mind. Any franchise he play for, you can do it, build a statue to him, especially if he brings you a championship like he just did for us. We're talking about 101 years of the greatest league the greatest game the world has seen. I ain't talking about no baseball, hockey. It's football. This man brought the championship to the house and then sealed it. Don't so get no better much, than that. How much longer do you Don't think get no he got, that me. <laughs> how, how much longer do you think Tom Brady got, Sap? Hey, come on back next year, defend your title, and then let's see if you're still standing. Hey, so, man, Aaron, uh, like we all, day-to-day. Day. <laughs> day day. No, I'm with you on that. Oh, you know, but some people out here are talking about he can play until he's 45, Listen, 46 man, years old. you know they're going to do that because it's Tom Brady. And I tell you what, if you uh, O-line is only going to let him get sacked 21 times in 16 weeks, that's pretty damn good. But, Tampa but, did a damn good job Jay, of protecting him. I know Jay, that. see, Sapp said the same thing I said. Bring him back next year and then just go year to year after yeah, that. Yeah, just go yeah, day-to-day day like us yeah. all. We all day-to-day. Day. Well, shit, tomorrow's not promised to us. But you know how it be, Sap. You know the media game, everybody started like, oh, he can play until he's 47. That's just to talk about. I got one for you. What is Drew Brees going to do? I never heard of somebody about to retire and they renegotiate their contract to get a team room underneath the salary cap. That's some new stuff, ain't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought I thought when you once you, you step when down. When you're done, you're done. They yeah, just, and they, they go away. Cut the action, send you out the door. Yeah, that's what I thought. But who knows? Go hey, ahead, man, Jake. they do them differently. <laughs> yeah, no, everybody's different. Stop, I was going to ask you, what was your reaction to longtime teammate John Lynch finally getting into the Hall of Fame this weekend? Oh, man, give me my triplet. I've been waiting on it. That, that, that defines, because you can't play the game like John Lynch played it. You can't light people up over the middle like that. And he's a dinosaur, and all dinosaurs belong in the museum. Thank you very much, Hall of Fame committee. You finally got it right. Hmm. Now, we got two more that could potentially go in. And hey, hey, 
I'm waiting on him, Keith. You know me. I lobby behind the scene. I tell them, don't, don't start this cowboy, you know, thing. <laughs> but they keep putting more cowboys in. So we, <laughs> we got two more. We got, look, what we got, Simeon and possibly Rondé? Rondé, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, hey, both of them, man. We're talking about two people that affected the game in a, in, a, in, a, in a major way. In a major, major way. Aaron Donald won his third Defensive Player of the Year award, Sap. Where would he rank? A term amongst the all-time great defensive tackles. Let him finish. Let him finish. You got to finish it. If he ended right now, right behind the, the five first ballot defensive tackles that I look at, because it's Bob Lilly, Merlin Olson, Mean Joe Green, Randy White, myself, and then they got I think oh, that monster Buck Buchanan. They put him in that uh, top 100 team. So, hey, and John Randall, too. I, hey, man, just do the list. Do whatever you want to do. Top 10, top 5, whatever you want to do. I just know it's some bad boys that played this game well before us. So you might want to take a look back. <laughs> you know, I, tell, I tell people, as much as we at, at Oz and you probably was an ass all the time, we, you was the best defensive tackle I ever played with or against. It was, it was, uh, it was quite something. <laughs> Thank you, sir. You know I had to slide that. You, you, you know like, I had yeah, to slide you it in you there. Give out your the best I've ever played with easily. <laughs> <laughs> he had to slide that one in, no Sap. Doubt. You know I'll keep you rolling. He'd be slick with it though. Hey, no, like, Sap, Sap, man, look, man. No, no, Sap no, is no, cool, man. Me. When the Warren Sap came to me now, we went to New England, and he said, "Listen, I want to see it. I done seen it on TV. I want to see it on the side. I want to see it from right here." Man, I went up there. I think they gave me Max Lane. He had a Q-tip on his hand, Keith. Oh, I, I remember. All over. <laughs> no, I remember. I was all over. Two I, bl- I, told, I, told, I think I missed four sacks. I told Sap before the game, I said, man, I done seen it on TV. I saw when y'all <laughs> played us last year in Tampa, I mean in New York. I want to see it for myself. I want to see what you if you really made what they keep saying. I, I just yeah, want to see it. My dog, my dog over there working his arms and everything when I'm going hard. I looked over there and he clouded. I said, this fool is actually watching this. Yeah, I ain't got no man. As I tell people, Sap, I ain't never got a problem with a great teammate. I don't give a damn what he said about me. I don't, never, I don't never, got no problem. But, it's whatever you know, it is. Went sideways on me, but we won't talk about this. this no, I we did not go sideways talk, on you. Let's no, talk I didn't. You no, I didn't. Nope. Don't nope. act like that. You now, and your, on. you and your little coach had a problem with me, not me. No, 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 no. Wait, well, Sap, tell, tell us what happened. Tell us, because we, we need to understand what happened. Come on, kid, no, let him break no, it down. We can't, because it, you know, cause it, it's like a third-party thing. We need another person in this, and what I'm getting from Gruden and how it went down, I know Key got a whole different side. So it, it went sideways, and I, I had nothing to do with it. I had nothing to do with the decision. <laughs> of course you'd have nothing to do with the decision. I, I know, walked out the room. Hey, look, I know who it was, main party, but I ain't going to say nothing. Listen, I'm telling you, they brought all six captains in the room. I walked out the room. I said, y'all do this. Trust me, I ain't got nothing to do with it. I walked out. You know, I just started laughing. I'm like, whatever, man. I didn't even Listen, do nothing. I just no. walked out. I'm so, telling hey, you. I, somebody I had to the take the fall. Five, uh, the other five captains, I left. I said, I'm not even in this one. I, hey, somebody somebody had to fall on the sword, key. I feel about it, so hey, don't so, even worry about it. Hey, so big dog, I'm out of it. somebody had to fall on it, right? I'm good. Hey, My career I'm landed where it's supposed to. Long conversation and we good. We good. <laughs> we good. Hey, man, how Kiki and the uh, mama doing? Uh, the mother's doing good. Kiki's doing good. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. Little mama. Little mama. Not, 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 not the ex-wife. We don't talk about no ex-wife. Oh. How good. little mama doing good. and then good. Kiki. Good. My, my, my boy and my, your little girl. Yeah, That's everybody. Oh, they good, man. Maya and Keyshawn's doing yeah, extremely Maya. well. And, and uh, how's Mercedes in the crew? Man, 
they asking for wine at the dinner table, Key, and I can't do nothing but say red or white, man. Yeah, I'm I'm that way. I was having a conversation. <laughs> I was having a conversation <laughs> earlier. I was. Ha- I can't do nothing but say red or white. <laughs> hey, Warren, I was having a conversation with the fellas earlier about, you know, the marijuana and the dispensaries and all of that sort of stuff. And so I'm like, I can't, What you know, my daughter came to me 15 years ago and was trying to get me involved in it. And I'm like, no, no, no. And so no, no, no. she now, it's like, well, what, what you want me to do? She grown. I can't, it hurts, but she grown. What you want me to do? I mean, she grown. She make her own choices and decisions. Man, you man, you know my, my, man, be on the balcony acting, man, be at the house <laughs> having a good time and sitting down with their music playing. What's wrong with that? How, how's your mom doing, man? Oh, man. Listen, Keith, I, I ran away from mom because COVID-19. You yes. know, I'm I'm trying to stay away from She's 76 years old. My mom called me almost every other day. Boy, I ain't got number arthritis. You, when you coming up here to see me? Well, tell her, tell her <laughs> I know, said hi, too, man. Rose. I sent her to the Super Bowl. I said, I'm seeing you to the Super Bowl. How about that? Tell, tell her I said hi. I enjoyed her. I will. I will. She stayed, I will. She stayed on your ass for me, so I enjoyed Listen, her. Man. <laughs> And I'm, I, I'm so I'm so sorry your mom's ain't here, boy. You know, yeah. I, I love that woman, boy. Yeah. You already sure. know. So you said, uh, how about that? How about your podcast on the way out the door? What uh, What's it all about? What's it called? What What do you do on it? Unfiltered, baby. You, you Can you imagine me Well, the, 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 the Disney and the mouse ain't over the top of me and I can just get to say whatever I want to say, how I want to say it? Key, you got to see this. No, oh, I'm come God. on. Just, I went, just, I'm I went and did a live stream with Burt Kirshner and um, – Tom Segura over there, two bears in a cave, stream for Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! <laughs> uh, hey, just just reach out to us and book me and Jay. We'll come on. Listen, I got you, baby. I okay. got you. No doubt about it. Be good. Right, Stay safe, man. All right, baby. Come on. And then I got to then I get to see you, man. This, this, this phone line thing, you know, I keep a landline because I'm old school. Because I because you didn't like want to FaceTime. <laughs> Goddamn FaceTime. Hey, <laughs> hey FaceTime. I'll talk to Disney and see what Mickey and Minnie say. We'll get Zoom. Yeah, man. Get your Zoom link, man. It's really easy. You come pop in, you pop out. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, Sap. I love you, brother. All right, boy. Yeah, Sap, crazy. Man, y'all had to have some wild times, man. You said what, Jay? Y'all had to have some wild times back in the day. Yeah, we, 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 yeah, we had some, we had some interesting. uh, Knowing both y'all, no, we had some interesting. Our families, and we'll talk about on the other side, but our families was real close and everything. As you can tell from the asking about each other's moms, your late mom, his mom. Keyshawn J. Wilson brought to you by Mako. Get a refresh with your refund during Mako's tax season sales event for expert paint and collision repair. Use their contactless services. It's as easy as book quote. Fix. Uh-oh. Better get Mako. Terms and conditions apply. On the way, QB or not QB? That is the question. We run through every quarterback in the NFC East and tell you if they'll return, including Dak Prescott. I, I don't understand why the Cowboys are playing games here. But are it, they it, are, are they playing I, I games? Know, but, Key, if it's a difference between a fifth year or one year or less, uh-huh. give this man his money. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. 
If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Into Plumley. Flips it out. Jeremy, a long three, and he hits it. This is night, baby. This is night. Wow. 104 to 94. Jeremy Grant with 32 points. So here's what you need to know. I'm Zubin Mahenta here with your Sports Center update. Pistons over the Nets. 122 111. The Nets have now lost three in a row, but most importantly, they're 7 and 11 against below 500 teams. The Pistons are not good, folks. They are 6-18. Kyrie, after the game, quote, I don't think we go out every single day of our lives and sacrifice the time in order to be average at anything going on, to say Kyrie did. And, quote, and we look very average, and we have the talent that the eye test presents that we should be dominating. We'll see. That's got a pretty interesting schedule coming up, too. By the way, very serious story here from the NFL. The Chiefs assistant coach, Britt Reed, the son of... Andy Reid has been put on administrative leave by the team amid the crash. I'm sure you heard about last Thursday night as Reid left the facility, was not along with his father for Super Bowl 55. The car crash, a three-car accident, has left a five-year-old girl in critical condition. And that is the story, the very latest, on Britt Reid, a story that the Chiefs are going to be following. They're waiting to see what the results of the investigation are. But he has been put on administrative leave. And Black History Always here at ESPN, Black History Month here in February, honoring some of the great athletes in African-American history this morning, Naomi Osaka. She won the 2020 U.S. Open and then used her platform to talk about police brutality, which we saw a lot of athletes collectively and team-wise do after their games all throughout 2020. Another great Black athlete in action tonight. Speaking of tennis, Coco Goff will be highlighting the action this evening at the Australian Open. And every single point at the Australian Open can be seen on ESPN Network. So Naomi wins the final major of 2020, and we are underway with the first major of 2021. Sports Center brought to you by 1-800-Flowers. For all your last-minute Valentine's Day needs, head to 1-800-Flowers right now. Get 24 multicolored roses for $34.99, or upgrade to 24 red roses for $10 more. To order, go to 1-800-Flowers.com, click the radio icon, and enter code KJZ. When we last left you, we were having some stories, story time with Warren Sapp as we welcome you back to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance, coming up in just about 12 minutes from now. What should the Cowboys do with Dak Prescott? What should the Washington football team do with Alex Smith? Are the Giants done with Daniel Jones? And is there any possible rationale to keep Carson Wentz? That's coming up in just about 12 minutes. But Key, you wanted to sort of continue the conversation that we left oh, off with well, Sapp. Jay- yeah, Jay was asked, getting ready to ask me something, so I was like, we could talk about it 
you know, carry it over and talk about that way we don't run through the stop sign. And Jay, go ahead. Yeah, no, I was going to ask Key, like, so what are some of the most memorable times you've had from that team, Key? We, we just had a, we had a blast, though, Jay, right? I mean, it was one of those deals where I got there uh, through a trade from the Jets. Uh, the Bucks won the trade. The Jets didn't win the trade. I got hmm. what I wanted. I got paid and I got my ring, something that Tampa Bay wanted to, you know, they needed a receiver. Bertie Manuel was there before me. So what they did is they traded, they got rid of Bertie Manuel uh, and then brought me in via trade. And so I met with them at the Pro Bowl that year and just kind of didn't really have any real conversations, just kind of like, oh, man, if y'all had me, y'all be awesome. And then like a couple weeks later, the conversation started. I wasn't even really – I just was messing with Coach Dungy them because they were coaching the NFC side. And then at that point, you know, they see a dude, they like, okay, we might be able to – we may be able to do something. But just in general with the team, as as time went on, you started to – it was like a – I've always equated it to a rock star team because of the personalities that we had, whether it's Warren Sapp, Simeon Rice, Derek Brooks, on the uh, Mike Allstep, Stott and myself, you know, then once we got John Gruden as a coach who had his own personality, Monty Kiffin had a personality. So when we would travel, we would travel with like crazy motorcades and stuff like that where you really don't, you know, you might see two motorcycle cops in front of a bus and that's pretty much it. We had like the whole damn police force. Like when we got the hotel lobbies, our hotel lobbies was crazy. Like we couldn't even get in to check in our rooms. We eventually had to go through like the 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 uh, the side entrance, side the entrance, kitchen, the entrance. kitchen yeah. entrance, yeah. stuff like that, because it was just it became so crazy. And as we continued to win, and every single year I think that I was there, we were picked in the top four teams to go to the NFL. Like every single year, we was one of the favorites, one of the favorites, one of the favorites, mm. and then all that swag and all that personality. And we was in Florida, so you know we was just a, a dominant team. To a point on the field, off the field, you know, John Lynch. It just was. It was pretty. It was pretty crazy. And then the personalities. Eventually, you know, Warren Sapp. A lot of people think that, you know, Warren Sapp. In in in, in to some degree, you know, Warren Sapp could be a bit of an ass. I mean, that's just who he is. You know what I'm saying? That's who he is as a player. But you want to play with him and not against him. I mean, he was he was so dominant at times, man. It was crazy. It was crazy to see his athleticism. And just some of the things that he demanded from other players to be as as good as him or better. Um, you know, and he didn't get along with all the teammates, but you had to understand who he was and deal with him and take it with face value and keep it moving. And that's what I did. I remember one time, Jay, I invited, you know, because at this time, he's so funny. He says, don't talk about the exes. So I got divorced. And, you know, I had a crib on the water. You know, I'm single. I got a, a crib, a nice crib on the water, you know, a single island. And I invited all the teammates over. This is how crazy Sap was. I invited everybody over. You know, hey, man, come over. It was cool, whatever. You know, I was the guy. And my pad, we go, it's going to be all right. He got mad at me because he said I didn't send him an invitation. I'm like, Sap, you in the locker room with everybody else. I done told everybody to come through. He wanted me to walk up to him and be like, uh, come over, Warren. A personal. And I'm like, man, I'm not. De- if you want to come, come. Oh man, 19. Don't even. He don't invite me. I'm like, man, I'm not calling you. You can come over. I said some other words along the way, but I can't say I'm on Disney. But it was fun, man. It was always, 
it was always fun, you know, to see him in the ring of honor, see him get his Hall of Fame jacket, Derrick Brooks, John Lynch now, all that to be a part of that for the four years or so that I was there was something special. I think we could have won. I think we could have won at least another championship, but for whatever reasons, you know, the egos got in the way and, and our coach decided that he was going to run the organization and not Rich McKay anymore and but Keith, pieces started to point, fall apart. That proves the point that it's so delicate, man. Like that, oh, that, it is. That, that margin of error, right? And, and, and the one thing I will give you guys both credit knowing you both because I've known Sap since way back in the day, even when I lived down in Miami and hung out with him a lot of times. Like the fact that you guys are able to find middle ground, like that conversation for me, oh, I it ain't never personal. It ain't, I know, you know, but it like, ain't never personal. But you, but you know you hear stories, man. Like, you it know how these talk about between personal. you two? The fact that personal. you guys can come together like that, that's special, man. Hey, that's Jay, special. it ain't never personal. It'll never be personal with me. Because as I always said, and I continue to say it, if you got a problem with Keyshawn Johnson, you got a problem with yourself. Because I ain't got no problem with nobody. I get along with all my ex-teammates, ex-coaches, whatever the case is. Like I said, John Gruden deactivated me and eventually traded me to Bill Parcells. Bill Parcells traded me from the New York Jets to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I spent an hour and a half on the phone with John Gruden prior to him taking the job of the Oakland Raiders the second time around. I spent going over personnel with him and what I thought about the team. I ain't got no problem with that. None at all. In fact, John Gruden tried to come back and get me after my first year here uh, working for ESPN. Him and Bruce Allen reached out to me and my agent for me to come and play the second half of the season after retirement with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers after I was removed from the team three years later. I just ain't got no problem with that. Hmm. None at all because that's not who I am. I don't really care about that sort of – uh, uh, superficial behavior by people. Yeah, I mean, it's sports. It's big boy stuff, yeah, right? Big you just got to deal with it. Big boy stuff. Put your pants on. Let's go. <laughs> this is Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin coming to you live from the Seaport District at Pier 17. Brought to you by Chase. We should also mention we're brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Insurance for motorcycles, boats, and RVs. So, Key's house on there in the water. Got to get that insurance for the boat. For protection on the road and on I the water. I didn't have a boat. Somebody <laughs> next to me had about a 150-footer, though. You got a boat slip, though, so that I had, was actually I had, I had, I had a, a, a slip. I had all that. I just didn't have the boat. <laughs> <laughs> little bitty miniature one. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's like having the plane without the pilot. <laughs> See how much you can save in as little as three minutes at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and progressive.com. On the way, a progressive move for the Washington football team, the Cowboys, the Eagles, and the Giants. How many of those 2020 starters are back in 2021? The case for and against... All of them. Wednesday, the football conversation continues looking back on the Super Bowl and ahead to who will win next year's Tony Dungy's got all the answers. I'll be asking the questions. Don't miss it. Greeny, starting 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. Plus. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, 
Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. That's really how Key talks. During the show, he's fooling you the whole time. It's QB or not QB? That is the question. The fellows will provide answers. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. All of our guests on the Goodyear hotline. This is going to be a running theme here for the next eight days, eight divisions in the NFL. Here's how we're going to do it. We're going to basically go through every division and go through every single team and every single starting quarterback situation from 2020. The guys are going to tell us whether that starter is going to be back in 2021 with that team. And let's start with the NFL's worst division, which you would think would require the most fixing at the quarterback position, but you never know. Let's let the fellas do it. Here we go. It's the NFC East in order of finish from first to last. The division champion, of course, was the Washington football team. Alex Smith, Heineke, Haskins, the whole deal. We know Haskins is gone. Is their starter on their roster right now? Specifically, of course, talking Alex Smith. I don't think it is. I think they look to go in a different direction in 2021. There's a guy up in New England who's, uh, is going to be a free agent in Cam Newton. Maybe they explore that. But I don't think when you talk about Heineke or you talk about Kyle Allen or even Alex Smith, I think they move on from that because they got a team that can compete further than what they did in the NFC East. I mean, they did win the NFC lease this past year, right, with Alex Smith. You just wonder what his durability is, and that's my biggest question for him. It takes one wrong tweaking. You wonder, you know, what is his time in which he can come back from an injury again? So I think you do look to move on from Alex Smith. Even though you're appreciative, you look to move on. Washington football team reporter for ESPN, John Keim, essentially says he is the comeback player of the year. So, you know, keeping him might not be the worst thing in the world. Washington should move forward with Alex Smith, Kyle Allen, and Taylor Heineke at quarterback for a simple reason. They need to keep building and can't afford to trade away assets. While the defense is close to being done, they need more on offense from a tackle to another receiver or two and another tight end. Thanks to the defense, the team believes it could win 9 or 10 games with these three quarterbacks and improved offensive talent. Then, next offseason, when they have a more complete roster, they can strike hard for a quarterback. That's the deal with the division winner. This is the most intriguing one of all. Last Friday night, I was walking around in New Jersey, and I actually bumped into Daniel Jones. Mm. Yes, and I will tell you, he was in his sweats. He had the hoodie up. He didn't want to be recognized. It was very cold outside. It was Friday night. It was the 20s and 30s in New Jersey. But no mistake in him. He's got nowhere to hide, nowhere to go. The jersey, the hoodie down. You're going to watch him. You're going to see everything that he does. The Giants, Gettleman, this pick, this quarterback. Is he back? I think he is back. You don't move on from Daniel Jones because you don't, you really hadn't got enough to judge him or understand what he could potentially be. I think it's still early in the process. This team is not ready to win right now. If it was a ready-to-win big-time team, then I would say you need a fix at quarterback if that was – 
what we saw in Daniel Jones, and that was what was holding this team back. But that's not the case. I think they did a disservice by forcing him back on the football field when they could have won the division, but they wind up losing the division. And now it's not Philadelphia's issue. It's the New York Giants. They got to do a better job to surround him with players and continue to just keep developing him. This is a really big year for Daniel Jones. It's a make-or-break year, and I will say this. Can I finally see Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley play a full year together? One time. Just want to see it happen to see what it can be. The two most, Yeah, no, I agree. The two most important picks of the Gettleman era. They both had to come through. Jordan Renan, our Giants reporter, on why? Jay said it's a make-or-break year. Jordan Renan says it might already be broke. The hmm. worst position to be is stuck with a middle-of-the-road guy. That appears to be where the Giants are headed with Daniel Jones. After watching him the first two seasons, it's hard to come away 100% convinced he's an upper echelon guy. That's why when a player like Deshaun Watson is available and you're in a position like the Giants, you go after him because players like that don't come around often, and the Giants, they probably don't have one like that right now. Giants could have won the division on the final Sunday of the regular season. They didn't. Right behind them in the standings was Dallas, who the Giants played in Week 17. Simple word. One word. Dak. Dak Prescott. He's the guy for the Dallas Cowboys moving forward. They need to retool their offensive line. They need to make sure that Ezekiel Elliott is healthy and can hold on to the football. They're getting a new defensive coordinator in there. They've gotten things turned around. I think if Dak Prescott stays healthy, this team marches on. There aren't too many quarterbacks out there that I would take in place of Dak Prescott. I I think Jerry Jones and company need to stop fooling around um, and, and get this job done, get this contract done as soon as possible. D- Dak will be the starting quarterback for the Cowboys next season. Cowboys reporter Todd Archer says, he said marching on with Dak. Todd says marching on without him. This is the third time the Cowboys and Prescott have tried to work out a long-term deal. The Cowboys thought they were close in 2019. It didn't happen. They thought they could make it work last summer. It didn't happen. If they can't get a deal done now and they know a third franchise tag would be unsustainable in 2022, why not look elsewhere? Could Sam Darnold entice them? Maybe a free agent. Maybe a first-round pick. If the third time is not to charm, then planning for a future without Prescott could be the Cowboys' best option. Thank you very much, Todd. Planning for a future without Carson Wentz seems about the safest bet in the NFL. Yeah, it is. And, and I think when you look at it, though, this is a situation where they're going to be moving on from Carson Wentz. Send him to Frank Wright. Get some picks. Jalen Hurts is there. You've got to clean up everything in the organization from a talent standpoint anyway, so you might as well swallow the pill now. Yeah, you you get assets from a team like Indianapolis or a team like Chicago. I think Chicago is interesting considering Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace are desperate to make changes yesterday considering this is their last year on a job depending upon how the season goes. I think it's Jalen Hurts' team moving forward. Yeah, don't kill the messenger here, but we did ask Tim McManus to get really creative and try to find a scenario where keeping Wentz is the ideal option. The argument for keeping Wentz is that he's 28 years old and has an MVP ceiling. You just invested in him to the tune of four years and $128 million, so you obviously saw the ability and value there. And by trading him, you're going to incur a $35 million dead cap hit, the largest in NFL history. And for what? To give you less options? Uh, Jalen Hurts showed some things for sure over four games, but was it enough to convince you that he's the quarterback moving forward? If the answer is you're not sure, then having a fallback plan or somebody to create a quarterback competition by bringing Wentz back might be the smart move. 
And I got to just defend our guy McManus here. There's no way I don't think he really feels that. We just asked him, give us the case, and he gave us the case. Yeah, but Carson, I didn't realize Carson Wentz was 28. Deshaun's 25. Yeah, Carson, yeah. four-year college player in the league for five years. It kind of makes sense, right, if you think about it. But you're right, Deshaun. It just seemed, Deshaun's been in the league, what, four or five years? Right, essentially was drafted. Yeah, it seems weird to me. After. Eh, whatever. Hey. That explains the full beard. How do you explain people getting mad at Belichick already? We'll talk about it next. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.